0: Okay, hello everyone for the second time for Mishnayot, March 28th, Monday, uh, the first recording, something happened to it, so we will be re-recording this on Monday morning. So we are up to the eighth Mishnah of the first chapter in Masechet Kalaim. The Mishnah says like this, A note in Shikma. The previous Mishnah told us that the prohibition of grafting doesn't just apply from tree to tree, it applies to tree to vegetable, vegetable to tree, even though Rabbi Yehuda argued and said that vegetable to tree, he doesn't see much happening through such grafting. However, the main opinion mentioned in the Mishnah and the opinion that this Mishnah follows is that there is a prohibition of grafting. And it looks like our Mishnah is coming to give various cases where grafting uh, is prohibited. And it seems like you would have thought would have been permitted. Says the Mishnah, We may not plant vegetables inside the stump of a sycamore. Apparently, the way sycamore works is that it just continues to produce long, thick branches that are used as wooden beams. At a certain point in its growth, the tree is cut down to a stump. The trunk grows quicker as a result, and even more branches grow out of it. So this is the stump of a sycamore, and somebody literally planted vegetables inside that stump. That's also considered grafting. Aid Markivan Pagum Agabi Lavana. Nor may one graft rue onto white kesha the beelon, because that's grafting vegetables into trees. Again, rue is an herb with a strong smell, and kesha. hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, C-A-S-S-I-A, is a white, is a type of tree. So although rue is not generally something that people keep, uh, still it's included in the prohibition of grafting. A note in Yikur Shaltenotchaf, you may not plant a branch of fig into a chatzov. Chatzuv is a plant in the onion family tree, in the onion family. So the Mishnah tells us you cannot take a branch of a fig and put it inside this onion tree. And the reason is because you're changing something in the onion tree, it's going to cool down the Chatzuv, meaning why would somebody stick a fig into an onion? So the Mishnah Mishnah tells us the reason you're doing it is apparently that makes the onions less bitter, less spicy, uh, less strong, I guess is the better word. Uh, So that's not allowed. You cannot insert a branch of a grapevine into a watermelon plant. Why would you do that? You would do that. You're doing it so the melon should inject water in it. Meaning the Mishnah are telling us why would you graft these two things together? So in all the cases, it's not so much that you're looking like to create some sort of new species, like between these two, you're going to come out, you know, with like a mule uh, sort of situation. That's not what's happening over here, is that the grafting itself strengthens the tree. It gives you something that you wouldn't have on, your, on its own. And even so, the Mishnah are telling you that that is prohibited. Ain't no sinzerol You may not pour, put gourd seed into a mellow plant. Why would you do that? You're, not, you're, you're doing it in order to that the mellow should protect it because that's grafting vegetable to vegetable. Basically, what our Mishnah, Mishnah did, it told us three different types of grafting, vegetables into trees, trees straight into vegetables, and vegetables into vegetables. All those cases are forbidden, even when you're not, again, trying to produce something completely new, uh, but rather you're just coming to be mechazek, you're coming to strengthen an element of this tree. Now, grafting is common with etrogim, but again, lemon and etrogim are permitted to graft with one another, what doesn't mess up the four species, they, now you no longer have an etrog, that's a different discussion. But it's permitted because they're all citrus fruits. But why would somebody graft? The reason why you're grafting is that the lemon, it's hard to grow etrogim. When you graft the lemons inside the etrog tree, it strengthens the etrog tree. Continues the Mishnah, if someone buries a bundle of turnips or radishes in the ground. So what we're discussing is as follows, is that when it comes to a vineyard, vineyards cannot you cannot plant anything inside a vineyard. In other words, unlike regular kalayim, where you're planting two seeds together, and you're going to come out with something different, uh, especially, again, they're going to be sharing nutrients with one another, even if they're just a short distance from, from each other. When it comes to kerim, kerim is a different halacha. Kerim is a separate pasik in safer divan, which basically says, don't plant anything in a kerim. Nothing can go in a kerim. This Mishnah tells us, that let's say you're not planting, you're just storing the fruit. How would you store? You bury the fruit, the, 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 the onion, the, the turnips, into the ground. So is that called planting or not? So it says in Mishnah, as long as mixes, as long as some of the leaves are exposed, then it's not considered as if you're planting the two things. There's no issue of climb. And there's no issue of shemitah. Even though you're not allowed to plant, drink shemitah, it's not called planting. You don't have to tithe even if something manages to grow. Because, uh, again, planting did not take place. in it's on Shabbos. You're allowed to pick of the radish from the ground on Shabbos. It's not called picking. It's not called harvesting. You, you didn't detach. You just, again, you stuck it into the ground. The top of it is exposed. So, since some of it is exposed, again, we, we don't consider this as if you're replanting. Rather, we just consider this storing. The Mishnah first chapter concludes with an actually a pretty important makhloket. The machloket is as follows. Hazarchito Sarbachas, a classic case of climb, right? I feel like we, we might I feel like we might have missed the classic case of climb. Classic case of climb is wheat and barley. Hazur chit that's climb. It's usr, right? Kalim means it is usr. Rabbi Huda says, no, Rabbi Huda says in order to be kalime you have to plant three things together. Ashtey Steh two grains of wheat and barley, or one of wheat and two of barley, or wheat, barley, and spelt. Why does Huda say that you have to plant three things? So the way it's explained is the Mishnah tells you Satcha Los Sizaklim. Sorry, the commentaries explain that the Pasuk, which tells us the prohibition of Kalim, says Satcha, the your field, you shall not plant kalim, which means to say that there has to be a field here first. It's like a prohibition on the field. So it says the field you can't plant kalim. Says Rabbi Yudha, so you have to have a field first. So make your field, and then you add two more species, that's the kalim. We do not rule like Rabbi Uda, but that's how Rabbi Yehuda understands the pasuk. Sadcha, your field, means you have something planted. This is a claim. cannot plant claym on that. Okay? Uh, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to study some Tyra.